Now the news. I'm Tian Yu. The Communist Party of China's Central Committee has held a symposium to commemorate the 130th anniversary of the birth of Comrade Mao Zedong. General Secretary Xi Jinping of the CPC Central Committee addressed the occasion. He stressed the importance of pushing forward the cause pioneered by the late Chinese leader and called for efforts to rejuvenate the Chinese nation by pursuing Chinese modernization. Before the symposium, Xi Jinping and other Chinese leaders visited the Chairman Mao Zedong Memorial Hall at Tiananmen. Square to pay their respects. China had sent two new satellites for the Beidou-3 navigation satellite system into space. They are the first medium-Earth orbit satellites launched since BDS-3 was formally commissioned to provide satellite navigation services worldwide. They will upgrade the reliability and service capabilities of the Beidou system. Deputy Chief Designer Xie Jun says they are aiming to better integrate the system in new technologies. In 2024, our priority still is to ensure the stable operation of the system. At the same time, we will enhance the development and integration of applications in various industries, including 5G, artificial intelligence, and big data. With the new satellites up, we will work to further enhance BDS functions and get incremental improvements on top of the already well-established services. China officially commissioned the BDS in July 2020, becoming the third country around the world to have an independent global navigation satellite system. Israel has declared the expansion of its ground offensive in the central Gaza Strip. This came as the United Nations warned that the escalation of attacks is exacerbating the humanitarian crisis in the Palestinian enclave. The UN Human Rights Office said recent Israeli strikes in central Gaza hit residential buildings, killing over 80 people. A spokesperson said an unknown number of people are still believed to be trapped under the rubble. The Israeli military said the attacks will now concentrate on central and southern Gaza. Isabel Debris has more. The Israeli military has actually just announced the expansion of its ground campaign to the central Gaza Strip. Now, this is an area that has been spared the ground invasion so far that has devastated much of the northern and southern Gaza Strip, and as a result, this area hosts. Tens of thousands of Palestinians who fled to these overcrowded refugee camps because they believed it was safer than these other areas that experienced ground fighting. But certainly, in the last few days, we have seen that that has not been the case, as there has been intensified Israeli bombardment, airstrikes, tank shelling. Just recently, a couple hours ago, we got confirmation that Israeli tanks were rumbling through the Burj refugee camp, and that there were initial reports of heavy fighting there. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres has appointed Sigrid Koch of the Netherlands as the senior humanitarian and reconstruction coordinator for Gaza. Koch is expected to take up the post on January the 8th. On Friday, the UN Security Council adopted a resolution demanding immediate delivery of humanitarian assistance directly to Palestinian civilians throughout the Gaza Strip. Yemen's Houthi rebels have claimed responsibility for fresh attacks on a commercial ship in the Red Sea. A Houthi military spokesperson said the attack came after the ship's crew ignored repeated warning messages. The spokesperson said the Houthi forces also launched another attack towards the Israeli city of Eilat using suicide drones. But the Israeli military said an Israeli aircraft intercepted a hostile aerial target that approached its territory. There have been no reports of casualties or damage from the two attacks. 
The Ukrainian military says it hit a Russian naval ship in Crimea with cruise missiles. The commander of the Ukrainian Air Force said a large landing ship of the Russian Black Sea Fleet was struck in the raid. Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu said the Ukrainian armed forces conducted the attack using aircraft-guided missiles targeting the Feodosia base in Crimea. The Turkish Parliament's Foreign Affairs Committee has approved Sweden's NATO bid, a first step necessary for putting it to a full parliament vote. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan signed Sweden's NATO accession protocol and submitted it to the parliament in October. Turkey approved Finland's NATO bid in March but has slow-walked Sweden's accession, demanding the Nordic country further address Ankara's security concerns. And that's the news. I'm Tian Yu.